Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hype Function. Merry Christmas. And yeah, once again, we're doing this Christmas Day episode of Hype Function. I'm your host, Jeffrey White, and I'm so excited for this podcast. We're going to have a cool discussion. And joining me, as he has done for the past uh, few years or so, um, it's it's a cool guy. You know him from the Star Wars Underworld podcast, which he, which he co-hosts. And he's also a, a big part of Culture Slate. It's Chris Siegel, my good friend. What's up, Chris? Hey, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been counting how many episodes of this I've done, I, but I feel like it's been like four or five now. Five. It's been a lot. Wow. This five. is the fifth one. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I always forget about it until you message me either on Christmas or a few days before Christmas. And then I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, that's right. That's a thing. And I'm always caught off guard and I'm always doing it from my cell phone. I know, right? <laughs> the, the funniest thing, dude, I think what happened like a few years ago when we started this was that the podcast I was hosting was on Monday, every Monday night. Ah. And Christmas happened, I think, happened to fall on Monday that year. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yes, we'll do it. And I think because like my co-host Eric at the time um, like was late to the podcast, like it was just mm-hmm. you and me talking for a while. And ever yeah. since then, I'm like, huh, maybe it's just me and Chris chatting. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, OK, let's let's dive into this, Chris. Talk about yeah. the cool gifts that we got this year. And dude, I actually... Like always, I get some got some cool Star Wars stuff, and I got a few movies. So I guess well, I guess I ask for the similar things every year. So um, I want to <laughs> talk to you briefly about the movies I got. So yeah, I got okay. Look at this. I got the four movie collection of Indiana Jones. Ooh, wow. So I looked it up. Paramount released like they had a they used to have a different collection like that was used to be on home video. But they would, in 2021, they released the mm-hmm. four movie collection. Probably mm-hmm. to capitalize off of the fact that there's a new Indiana Jones film coming out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've been getting into this an indie kick a little bit. Um, I watched, so I have Paramount Plus, the streaming mm-hmm. service. I've been watching the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Which oh is wow! Nice. And like, dude, that show is like a history class. It's wow, so incredibly fascinating. Like even. So there's a few, uh, first few episodes go through um, Indiana Jones's young childhood when he's a kid, mm-hmm. and then later episodes focus on his teenage years. Um, the mm-hmm. teenage years are more action packed, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Like this was, I think, it was like one of Rick McCallum's first pr- production projects that he wow. did before the Star Wars prequels, of course, wow. which we all know him for. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been watching that and yeah, I'm I'm hyped for the next indie movie and I can't wait to see these four films again. <laughs> um yeah. what what do you like Indiana Jones, Chris? Yes, uh I have not seen the show. I've I've watched all the movies, of course. Um I I saw Crystal Skull in, in theaters cuz I was uh, old enough by then to watch that but the other ones came out uh i think um either when i was really young or even before i was born because i was thinking it was like 80s and when did when did crusade come out was that in the... 89 okay so that was two years before i was born i was born in 91 oh, wow. so they were they were already out so they were kind of like on tv and i have this like memory of um my my parents taped because this is back back in the 90s for anybody listening who was born after the year 2000 and doesn't know um what we used to do is we used to have this thing called a vhs tape which um really every year it gets harder and harder to even explain what a tape is 
Um, it's like scotch tape, but it's not sticky. Oh my god. <laughs> well, there a is a little bit of like box. there's a little sticky tape inside the VHS box. Just but a I little bit. Yes. Yes. So so um yeah so you know you would you, you would record television and that's how you got movies if you didn't want to go buy them at a store <laughs> and so um my my parents recorded frosty the snowman when it was on tv for me like when i was two or three years old but before that i think my dad had used the tape to record um one of the indiana jones movies and i think it was the last crusade and so there is that scene towards the end of the movie where they're trying to find the the Holy Grail and they're all drinking from all these cups and like it like curses one guy and like makes him turn into like, like die in front of them. But in like an absolutely grotesque way. And and so it just so happened that after the 30 minutes or whatever, Frosty the Snowman ends. The tape continues and it cuts right into the ending of Last Crusade. Oh, so I was just absolutely scarred as like a three-year-old oh, because God. I was watching Frosty Snowman. And then all of a sudden I'm watching this guy turn into a skeleton after drinking from a cursed cup. <laughs> so um, I'd, yes, be scarred. I remember, I'd be scarred yeah. as a 24-year-old person. I <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, that scarred me. And then also Temple of Doom scarred me too because there's that scene where they're eating like snakes and monkey brains. And like, oh, that freaked me out. Because I saw that when I was like five. Um, so yeah, those movies freaked me out as a kid, but um, I liked them as a as as an adult. But I, I gotta watch the 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 young indie the young indie TV mm-hmm. show because um I've I've heard about it, I've known about it because it's Lucasfilm. I've been hearing about it for years, but I've never actually one found it. I didn't know where it was. Apparently, it's over on Paramount. Yeah, and that, and actually, I I looked it up. Um, so the actually, I think the Indiana Jones movies are on there as well because Paramount mm. Pictures like still has distribution rights mm-hmm. to the first four films and young indie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with crystal skull came of the crystal skull. I watched that when that came out, I was like nine or 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember the quicksand scene scaring me as a kid. Oh yeah. That was freaky. <laughs> See, yeah. I just watched that again. Yeah. Dude. I, yeah, that was incredible. And I watched that movie a couple of times. So happy I can watch it on the home video. And can't wait yeah. for Indiana Jones five, of course. Oh, I man. know you're you, you got that you got that four piece set just before it's about to come become a five piece set. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know how they're gonna sell that because it's like who gets the money for that? Do they give four fifths of the money to Paramount and one fifth I don't to know. Disney? I think, <laughs> so like Disney's doing the distribution for Indiana Jones five. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they'll pay like an undisclosed amount of money to Paramount, mm. like. Yeah, I think they already did that, like when yeah. after they acquired Lucasfilm. But I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, that's weird. That's it's it's always tricky when when movies change. Um, it's it's nice that Marvel has been able to play well with Sony recently. Like that's that's good. I know. Um, speaking of Marvel, um, I got Black Widow on Blu-ray. Nice. So yeah, this will be. I, I I didn't see it when it was out in theaters, and I've been too lazy to go on Disney Plus because <laughs> I'm still an old school person that likes getting oh, Blu-rays. Wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, the Blu-ray, um, like the actual Blu-ray case is red, which oh, matches nice. with the the you know the color theme yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Um. So like already that impresses me, but That's yeah. Cool. 
I I'm MCU was on a, a little bit of a hiatus for a little bit because of COVID, but they've been yeah. firing on all cylinders in 2021 with Disney Plus shows and yeah. all these Marvel films. Um, yeah. I I'm, I'm I'm tempted to see Spider-Man in theaters, dude, because all my coworkers oh, are seeing it. Everyone's, everyone's going to. nuts. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's it's one of those have to see in theater movies. I agree with them. And then uh, the other film I got um, is Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Oh, nice. That that. But did you get that on Blu-ray? Yep, they released did it, it come on Blu-ray. In, did it come in multiple discs because it's so long, or is it just one disc? Two discs, it says. Two. That, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's like I, four hours. <laughs> I heard about it. It was like four and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. And was pretty cool. Um, I, he, Chris Terrio, who was co-writer of yep. The Rise of Skywalker, he yeah. did this, among other Zack Snyder film, like Man of Steel and Batman mm-hmm. v Superman. Or maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't Man of Steel. He was on Batman v Superman. Something like sure. that. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, cool to see Chris Terrio's name again. Um, yes. yes. And do it. You know, just toast, do a little toast to Ben Affleck as Batman before Robert <laughs> Pattinson takes over. Oh, you know? That's right. Um, so yeah, superhero films have been firing on all cylinders. It feels like there's so much yeah. unique things going on. Yeah. Okay, now let's get to the Star Wars stuff I got. Okay, mm-hmm. I got a cool. Um, I think it's yeah, it's a Black Series figure of Dark Side Ray from Episode Nine. Um, oh, that's a cool, good one. The cool little double lightsaber that does yeah. the yeah. Um, I remember when they showed that in a trailer for the movie. I remember I I was like freaking out. It looks so sweet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, so I got a cool little figure of that. Um, I got a pop vinyl of Boba Fett as a oh. way to get hyped for obviously yeah. the book of mm-hmm. Boba Fett, which is only mm-hmm. a handful of days away. I can't believe that's it. That's right. That's right. I think what was it that Star your, the Star Wars on the World Facebook page said? It's like the the best Christmas gift of all, Book of Boba Fett, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what's your hype level for Book of Boba Fett? Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I, eleven thousand is my is my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett's one of my favorites, man. Um, the other yeah. one, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes. Naturally, we're gonna we're we're, we're raking in the good Star Wars content. Yes. it's a, what a time to be alive um yes. i got some cool random star wars stickers it's like a big old box of them um that mm-hmm. were randomly it was found on amazon it's like oh here's a cool little box of stickers nice. of star wars so nice. now i get stickers i get to add to my phone or laptop um awesome. and then this one's this one might be interesting um hold on let me grab it it's right over here just I gotta make sure okay so this is um, a motion sensing helicopter of with the child. With oh, baby cool. Yoda. That's cool. So it's kind of interesting. It's it's baby Yoda in the um, the stroller like figure that he uses in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, the little ball that he sits in, um, and yeah. it's basically th- that uh, with, with with like wings and flaps on top. It's wow. Um, very unique. I would not have thought of this <laughs> mm. but yeah baby yoda as a helicopter like they, they've marketed this in they marketed baby yoda in so many ways chris yeah it's so impressive seeing yeah. it's again like i said it's not what i would have thought um have you have you seen this figure before no i have not seen that it's yeah i don't know i i i'm one of those i'm probably just gonna keep it in the box because it looks like yeah. an action figure box but yeah um 
But yeah, it's still interesting. I would not have thought of this. Okay, and then um, I mentioned the pop final of Boba Fett. Okay, yeah. And then the other thing is, I think the one last thing. I got a couple of other gift cards, but who, who cares about those? I'll just give video. I'll just give video game stuff with those. I love video game stuff. Um, okay, I got this cool big old sort of almost animatronic figure of Babu Frick. Remember him? Yes. I know he's kind of our little friend has fallen off the radar because <laughs> a baby Yoda took over the zeitgeist of Star Wars fandom. But yeah. but yeah, it even makes noise so it's like, hey, hey, you know, from <laughs> that's from amazing. Movie. You just press his foot and it speaks. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Uh, I'm going to try to play it. You might not be able to hear it, but I'll try anyways. I hear it. Oh, one more. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> That's amazing. It's just, dude. I'll send you a picture of this later, but yeah. it's it's so sweet. Yeah. Like the background, like they they uh, put a, a little art, some art of Bobby Frick's like workshop from the movie. Mm-hmm. Ah, so incredible. I, I gotta watch. I gotta watch the Rise of Skywalker again. That was I very underrated movie. I enjoyed yeah. it a hell of a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, how are you feeling about The Rise of Skywalker? It's been two years, believe it or not, since the film was released. I mean, I feel, I, I feel like that Disney kind of wants us to forget it happened. Like, that's how I feel, because no one's talking about it and there's nothing like tying into it, really. Hey, just because nobody's talking about it doesn't mean nobody enjoyed it. I, I no, still love is, it. This is true. And that's what surprises me about that. It's like a lot of people liked it. So I got really good reviews. So I don't know why they're they're kind of ignoring it and not continuing some of those storylines and something. Hey, I mean, a- anything's possible. I think um, like I think they felt the same way with Solo, a Star Wars story. And yep. they try to sweep it under the rug. But. I think eventually we're going to get a resurgence in that. And I agree. You know, we did have the uh, Lego Star Wars holiday special, which. Um, That's true. That did have a lot of sequel stuff yeah. in it. You're right. It, it was non canon, but like it took place after episode nine. Like it, yep. it was yep. really incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always forget about Lego. Lego is always on top of everything. Their stuff's good. Uh, speaking of, I hope they release that Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga game soon. They've been taking forever oh. on that. <laughs> yeah, every time I look, it's like it's counting out in three months, but it's been like that for two years. So I, I know. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll have to wait till March and see if it actually comes out. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. uh, so anyways, enough about the stuff I got. Chris, what did you get for Christmas? Let's see. For for the non-Star Wars stuff, uh, the coolest thing that I got was um, uh, a lapel mic. So like the type of mic that you put on your like shirt collar and it's like a wireless mic. So it goes down to a receiver that you put on your belt and then that sends it to a transmitter somewhere. Well, that's the transmitter. And then it sends it to a receiver somewhere that you plug into like a computer. Um, so that's going to be really good for like podcasting and like recording videos to like have an option to have a mic without having to hold something or have like an arm. So I'm looking forward to using that for different projects. Um, so that's cool. Um, and then for for Star Wars stuff, uh, let's see, I got the uh, Boba Fett 
hallmark ornament when he's sitting on the throne, Jabba's throne. Ooh. So yeah, and that's like one of the few like Book of Boba things out that the Book of Boba like pieces of merchandise that's already out because yeah. a lot of the Hasbro stuff isn't coming out till like next year. So, but that's like straight up from Book of Boba Fett. So that's that's really cool. So I'm gonna try to like get that in the background of like one of my podcasts or something. It's it's small because it's like an ornament, but I'll yeah. stick it somewhere so you can see it. Um, and then I got something that I. I've, I've wanted for a while and keep forgetting about, and I almost forgot about it again this year. And that is, I got a Star Wars Christmas sweater. It's like every year, I always remember like after Christmas, and I see everybody else posting their photos through Christmas, like, oh, everybody's wearing Star Wars Christmas sweaters, and I've never gotten one. And so this year, I specifically asked people, get me Star Wars Christmas sweaters. So I got uh, a a Grogu. Star Wars Christmas sweater. So it's like a green sweater with with Grogu on it. Um, so um, I don't care that it's going to be after Christmas tomorrow. I'm still going to wear it yeah. for all, all winter long and uh, definitely on some shows that I do. Maybe even my show reviewing Book of Bofa, I will wear that. Um, so um, and yeah, it was like, let's see, I'm trying to think. Oh, I got I did get a, a Star Wars book. It was like an in-universe Star Wars book. Like it was like a like a like a it was like a, a fairy tale of some type about like I think it was like about a dragon or something. And yeah, I don't remember the name of it. I don't have it on me, but it was like written as if it was a book inside the Star Wars universe, which is interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's very fascinating in media when you see uh, it's like a, a novel inside of a novel or a TV yeah. show inside of a TV show. Like yeah. you're kind of breaking the boundaries of. You know, you're going all meta on yourself. I find yeah. that very fascinating. Yeah. So that that was that was that was really cool. You know what? So, that, yeah. You know what comes to my mind when I think about that? I think Ooh, of what? WandaVision yeah. and how you saw like the cool little show intros of what was happening mm-hmm. in that world. It yeah. it was very meta. But yeah. uh, I yeah. digress. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. Those are, those are kind of the. The main things, everything else that I got was like kind of like tiny, like, you know, like a car, like a like a mount for my phone for the car because mine doesn't work well and like random stuff like that, little cords and things. So, oh, wow. Things to make life easier. Yeah, very much so. Um, dude, I right before recording this podcast, I just finished watching Iron Man for the first time. Wait. Did You've never seen Iron Man? So here's the thing. I know what happened I, before. <laughs> I knew what happened in Iron Man. Yeah. I saw bits and pieces of it, but I hadn't seen the movie in oh. full. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's happened to me with some movies. I know what you're talking about. So like, yeah, I get I, I love Marvel, but I'm not really a diehard fan. So I haven't. Seen, yeah, I've seen most films in the MCU, but not all. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, that was one of them. Um, the huh. other ones, I think, are Iron Man two and three. <laughs> oh well, that makes well. That don't don't worry about that. Those films don't need to exist. They, I don't know. I, I heard Iron Man three wasn't very good, but I don't know. My mom seems to enjoy it. She's been Iron watching, Man three. Like, oh man, the Iron Man three led into. I think there were some connections between that and Shang Chi. So if you've seen Shang Chi or so, planning to watch that, there's something about those two movies that crosses over. I noticed something, Chris. The mm. first Iron Man, um, so Tony Stark gets captured by a terrorist group who call yeah. themselves the Ten Rings. Yes. And yep. I wonder yep. if that's the reference. You know, Shang Chi, the Legend of the that's Ten Rings. That's one of them. Yep, that's one of them. They they connect. Those movies connect with each other. Yep. 
have you all one big thing how is i mean have you seen shang chi yes it was good i i liked it yeah because i i I, i'm a big fan of aquafina so i liked it especially oh that's cool yeah I, i gotta see that movie i've heard very good things yeah the the place so i work at a retail clothing store that's in a in a dead mall but there's a movie theater nearby so we often get people coming in you know like oh we were just yeah. went to the movie theaters and yeah. like I, I remember people telling me about about shang chi and seeing yeah. that of course now it's spider-man duh everyone's seen yep. spider-man um yeah. but yeah definitely fascinating stuff and yeah. god i want to see spider-man but but i digress so yeah i, I finally watched iron man mm-hmm. in full and Man, there were some gr- grotesque scenes, um, especially mm-hmm. the ones with um, with Tony Stark doing the like and Pepper doing a procedure on his mechanical oh, heart. Right, I forgot about that. That yeah. was freaky to me, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was a, that was the first that was the first Marvel movie that I ever watched was Iron Man. I saw really? that. Yeah, when it came out on home video. You know, about, I don't know, a few months after it came out in theaters, I watched that. So I'd seen that one. And then the Avengers was the second one. And then I think there were a few that came out between them that I went back and watched mm-hmm. later, like Captain America, I think, and maybe Thor, maybe. There were a few that came out in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the, yeah, Iron Man was the first MCU movie I ever watched. I mean, it basically was the first MCU mm-hmm. movie. Um, But yeah, it's... It's so crazy to see just how far the MCU has become. And now yeah. all these Avengers films, the whole Infinity War and Endgame thing, and now all yeah. the Spider-Man stuff. Man, yeah, yeah. I it, it felt like a pipe dream just to have Spider-Man in the MCU. It felt impossible. Yeah. But yet somehow they made it happen and yeah. continue. And now Spider-Man No Way Home is the highest grossing film of the year, which doesn't yeah. really say much considering we're in COVID times, but right. still. Well, everybody's on equal footing, so that's still impressive. It's more the ranking that's impressive as opposed to the final number that they hit. So ranking number one is would it be any year. It means everybody loves Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I mean, the, now they're at the point now where there's been like over 20 movies, I think. So they can reference so many different things. And if you've watched all the movies, either it's just like adds to your enjoyment of them because you're just like, oh, wow, this is like that character from that movie. Or they're talking about this thing that happened in that movie. And it's like stuff that you would miss yeah. if you hadn't seen all of them. So it just makes it even better if you're more involved in the storylines and the characters it's really yeah, cool and i i noticed in the first iron man um i finally realized who uh, peter billingsley's character was and ah. peter billingsley's character was also in uh uh far from home yes as one of the bad guys it it was yep. just incredibly fat i know in the spider-man movie they showed a brief flashback scene of um of slade yelling at him um but mm-hmm. It was interesting when I saw it in the Iron Man film today. I'm like, oh, I know what that's from. I know who I know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Another video game, a video game series I've been playing, Chris, that feels similar to that is Kingdom Hearts, where oh, you have yeah. to play through everything to understand all these plot threads and weaves that's going on all these things that are going on the plot um so yeah i've been playing through a lot of kingdom hearts games in the past few months uh since they announced that the protagonist of that series sora is in smash brothers and Mm -hmm. and i follow a bunch of kingdom hearts twitch communities as well so that's been fun and it finally just got me to be like okay i'm gonna play kingdom hearts 
Chris, yeah. I love this series. Oh my gosh, it's so good, Chris. <laughs> Wait, is Kingdom Hearts the one that crosses over with other franchises a lot? Yeah, it's uh, primarily Disney and Final Fantasy, but um, there's okay. some other like Square Enix stuff in there as well. But, yeah, because yeah. I remember I remember going to a panel at either D23 or maybe it was E3 for Kingdom Hearts, and they were announcing some of the like new Disney stuff that they were adding to it several years ago, and that yeah. was one of the loudest crowds <laughs> I've ever seen. People were just <laughs> screaming their heads off. It was crazy. Uh, even uh, bigger than the um, like the 40 year anniversary of Star Wars panel. <laughs> no, not, nothing's gonna beat that. Um, that's number one. Of uh, the but roar in the crowd, the roar yeah. in the crowd when George Lucas came out. <laughs> yes, yes, that that's the top, the top one. Speaking of, uh, that was from Star Wars Celebration. Um, do 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 you? I don't know anymore. Do you think we're gonna have celebration this May? Um, I don't know I think anymore. So, I mean, because they had they had San Diego Comic Con in November, and they had LA Comic Con in December. So they, those two weren't canceled. Um, so I think it's possible. I mean, at this point now, you know, I understand canceling the 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 conventions like before vaccines and like all that stuff, but but now it's like they can just tell people you have to be vaccinated to go in or like mm-hmm. something like that. So it's kind of about liability. It's about doing everything you can to make sure you're not at fault for, you know, causing people to spread things. So if they make it so you have to wear masks and you have to be vaccinated and, you know, there's only so many people that are allowed to be in the building at once, like that's pretty much all they can do. I think if they can do all those things, they'll, they'll do it. And it's, it's ultimately it's, it's a business, like it's a business decision, you know, You'd like to think about all these companies as, you know, they're trying to do the right thing. But ultimately, it's about how do you make money without getting sued? And if they can put on a convention and take people's money and have enough safety things in place to not get sued then or, or get fined, then they're going to do it. Hey, call, call me a stooge, Chris. But when it comes to Star Wars, take my money. <laughs> right, exactly. So they'll. The, yeah, so I have a feeling. I mean, and also like the parks are open, like the parks haven't shut down. So the fact that I can't imagine Disneyland being open and, you know, that's just as crazy as like a Star Wars convention. <laughs> and yeah, and Celebration is in Anaheim. It's like next door yes, to Disneyland. It is. So that's convenient for everybody. <laughs> and also, like, you know, I bought tickets to this a few years ago because I wanted to finally have the chance personally to go to a Star mm-hmm. Wars convention. And yeah. so, again, I, I hope this happens because it would be like a dream yeah. come true. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, I've, I've met you guys in person already, but yeah. to, to do it again on the show floor would be pretty sweet. I know. Hopefully, yeah. SWU or Culture Slater, whoever has a cool booth there or something. Yeah, we're going to be applying for those uh, in the next few weeks. So hopefully we get at least one or two of them. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Star Wars, man. OK, 2022 is going to be such a big year for Star Wars, Chris. I Oh, yeah. You know, we're going to get Book of Boba Fett throughout January and probably yep. February. Yep. And then, you know, we're getting Bad Batch season two. We're getting yep. um, the Mandalorian season three, not to yep. mention Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor. And I'm like, oh, there's probably many other things I'm missing. But, uh, <laughs> dude, like, how are you feeling about Star Wars right now? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think... I, I think that Star Wars is going to reach like another level, like in a few days. 
Like, I think everything that we've seen before is just the warm up for what we're about to see. Um, you know, basically how it's being said is that everything that we know about Book of Boba Fett is from the first half of the first episode. Wow. That's it. So, you know, you kind of you're everybody's kind of being given this idea that this show is all about Boba Fett and all about Fennec Shand and mm-hmm. it's on Tatooine, like all this stuff and this this this, this whole vibe that we're getting the from gangs. all the yeah, all the promotional stuff. Yeah. Th- that's th- that that's just the beginning. Like there's all this other stuff and they don't want to even show it because it's you know, it's going to be crazy. So like that show is going to kind of lead into like all this crazy stuff. And then after that, like you said, there's all those other shows that are going to happen after it and they're going to be really crazy too. So I think this year will be kind of remembered as like one of the biggest years for star Wars ever, because it was just, there being the most amount of content on screen ever. Um, and and that's, just saying, that's saying something like, you yeah. compared to like 2019 when we had Jedi Fallen Order and Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and Mando mm-hmm. season one. Like, yep. That's saying something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's going to be way more than that. So like it's crazy. Yeah. I'm still in awe that, you know, we're going to see Obi-Wan and Vader rematch and yeah. we're going to see Owen and Beru with their prequel actors like just yep. that alone warms my heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. And that's just the beginning with that show, too. But just man, I with all this Disney Plus content, hopefully we'll get a film in theaters like we just did as Spider Man. <laughs> oh gosh, I have no idea. I mean, like, because we were supposed to have Rogue Squadron, I think in like 2023, and then that's gotten potentially delayed, maybe. So I don't even know. It might be a few years till we see something. Yeah, who knows? Maybe though, maybe Ryan, the Ryan Johnson thing will get back on track. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many projects that are kind of like half being worked on, and that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. It yeah it it just yeah hey at the very least dude with all these Disney Plus shows you you guys at the Star Wars Underworld are going to have stuff to talk about every single week for a long time. <laughs> I mean we yeah we never tend to have much trouble finding stuff to talk about, but definitely going to be it's going to be hard to talk about lesser things. Like how, we're not going to have time to be like oh this new action figure came out. Look did you read this comic? Like I got time for that. Like remember like I think when you guys started it was just the Clone Wars, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Star Wars has come a long way since then, and yeah. you know what? Screw, screw what the haters say. I love where Star Wars is at right now. Oh yeah, no, yeah. this is the best time ever, and I, I, we keep saying that and repeating it too. <laughs> Every year is better than the year yeah. before. I and I guess that's it's always the goal. Progress. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I was watching a Disney Parks Christmas. Uh, the mm. little Christmas special they had this morning, yeah. and it just made me think about Galaxy's Edge again. Like mm. just yeah. the fact that we have that that yeah. wonderful place to go to. Like, dude, yeah. ne- next time I go there, I I, I got to make a lightsaber. <laughs> yes, yeah, you definitely need to. That would be great. Got to make a lightsaber, but yeah, yeah. I'm kind of going all over the map, but I'm I'm just just geeking out about Star Wars. I'm looking at this Babu Frick figure, and it's kind of mm. creepy, but kind of cool <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, so. <laughs> And it makes I'm just very grateful to have received that. Oh, yeah. dude, I forgot about this. Have you seen the um, so yeah, what did you think of the cinematic trailer announcement for Star Wars Eclipse, the video game? Oh, oh, that that's an interesting situation. 
Because it's like it's like it looks really good, and the concept behind the game sounds really cool. But then everybody's freaked out because it's like everybody hates the people who who are making oh, yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, they had some like legal controversy in their country or something. Some. Oh yeah, it was really pretty, bad. They got yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm sure I'm sure you've seen some of that stuff, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know everything. Yeah. But yeah, I. Quite frankly, I haven't played any Quantic Dream games, but I've heard good things about a Detroit Become Human, their most I think their most yeah. recent game. Um, so like that that sort of game style of choose your own adventure, like yeah. I think you know with Star Wars that we haven't seen anything like that since Kotor. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, this seems kind of like that. Yeah. So like I've been itching for like I I don't know if this is going to be an RPG or just action adventure but whatever they do like just seeing this kind of like cho- you choose what the character says if they're going to yeah. go down that route. Yeah. Um, I, I say that because I, I remember when they announced uh, Jedi Fallen Order from Respawn Entertainment, Respawn was known for making multiplayer shooters, but we yeah. got a single player action adventure game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So who knows what Eclipse is going to be? Um. Yeah. And then they've been announcing some other projects. Uh, Lucasfilm Games has been really kicking it with the kicking uh, in a good way with the Star Wars license. Um, yeah. Under w- without being under the exclusivity shackles of EA. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's that Kotor remake um, coming from uh, Asper, the company yeah. who's been porting a lot of older Star Wars games to modern consoles. Yeah. Um, I actually got uh, the original. They released the original Kotor on the Nintendo Switch. I got that. Oh. Um, it's just a basic port. Looks like the original yeah. Xbox game, but it, yeah. it's that that game holds up. Like wow, yeah. Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, Ubisoft making an open world Star Wars game. I have always wanted an open world Star Wars game, Ben. Like that's yes. the kind of genre I'm like, man, it'd be cool to see this in Star Wars. Yes. Um, and Ubisoft is very known for their open world, uh, for better or worse. But personally, I love it. Like, I, I've been playing through their recent Assassin's Creed games. Um, they're they're all the recent ones are open world, and it's just I don't know. It's overwhelming sometimes, but it's also fascinating. There's some good stories, some good gameplay to be had in there. Um. So and then of course whenever the heck Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga is gonna yep. come out. <laughs> yep. Well, it's gonna be crazy because it's like by the time it's out, they're gonna need so many DLCs because it's like <laughs> the Skywalker Saga is just gonna be a small part of Star Wars. I know, right? Like they originally thought, oh, it's just gonna be nine films, and now we got <laughs> Mandal, they Mandalorian, Bad Batch, Clone Wars season seven, like, and not to mention all the Book of Boba Fett, um, Cassian yeah. Andor, Obi Wan Kenobi, like all the stuff coming in Star Wars. Heck, yeah. it would be cool if they did something. I don't think they'll do it, but it'd be cool if they did like a Visions DLC. <laughs> oh, that would be really fascinating. I don't know exactly what like the anime video game scene is like. I've seen a few of them. They're interesting. Yeah, I I personally recommend uh, Persona Five. That's like mm. like it gets pretty close into anime territory. Um, but it's yeah, there there's some good Japanese uh, RPGs that like get mm-hmm. delve into anime like territory. Um, like I would recommend Persona. Um, uh, some of the Final Fantasies kind of do it, um, but there mm. are also some other JRPGs based off of anime. Like uh, I think there's a fairy tale game, uh, mm-hmm. for for example. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. Yep. But yeah, very, very fascinating stuff, and uh, 
very random question. Again, I'm going all over the map tonight, Chris. Right. But uh, it would be so cool if we had Star Wars manga. <laughs> and like yeah that's what i was thinking about when when visions came out yeah. and and they, they did announce they're gonna do i know they're gonna do some like books like novel books mm-hmm. but they're doing a ronin book i think um so i don't know but if they're doing graphic novels but if they do graphic novels it's basically manga yeah but yeah i, I i'm happy i'm so happy chris that visions is still having a good impact on you all these months later yeah, that was amazing. That was some of the best Star Wars ever, I I, I think. Yeah, like they Lucasfilm's like, hey, here here's some of our stuff. Go all out. Do your thing. Yeah. yeah and they great. friggin' did it. They, they didn't have to worry about canon or anything like that. They just yeah. made whatever the hell the hell they want. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hope we get way more stuff like that. I, I want there to be a season two of Visions, and then I also want to see other cultures kind of take a crack at it too like imagine like a bollywood star wars that would be crazy whoa i that's (laughs) yeah like i was one i was wondering like other kinds of stuff like what were you thinking i mean there's a lot of there's 200 countries in the world they all have their own version of movies and tv shows yeah yeah. i mean russian russian cartoons are really interesting (laughs) interesting Again, who knows? Maybe Visions will help open the door to, you know, whether yeah. it's showing more Star Wars anime or um, we'll finally get that Star Wars manga we've been dying to get yeah. or um, see all these other types of cultures. But, yeah, at the very least, I think they should do like a, a Vision season two or something. Um, yeah, oh, but, for uh, sure. Um. I was trying to remember something. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Star Wars Eclipse, that video game we were talking about earlier, I think that is set in the High Republic era. Yes, I did. I think I did hear that. Yeah. And like High Republic's been firing on that project's been firing on all cylinders. Um, yeah, that's going to be very multimedia because I think um, the Acolyte is going to yeah. be in that era as well. Yep. And then who knows? We might get a High Republic film. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, what it happen. sounds like it sounds like they're leading up to that point. I think I think they are. But yeah. Um, so ultimately, there's so much going on in Star Wars. Um, before we get to our next segment, is there anything else you'd like to? I'm sure you have so much to say about Star Wars, but anything that you got uh, while we're while we're on the topic? Uh, no, no. Let's move on. It is time for the hype factor. It's the hype factor segment this is where Chris this is where we talk about what we are most excited about for the future. And I think it's going to be pretty obvious what this one's going to be. I think, you know, um, for me, I'm sure for you too, Chris, um, we're so excited to see the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Now I, I the naysayers would be like, Oh, we're not getting Mando season three. Well, to that, I say, well, you, you don't like Boba Fett. Is that what you're saying? So like Boba Fett, it's so fascinating. There was that documentary released on Disney Plus mm-hmm. last month that was talking about his history. And it's like, yeah, he was only in a very short amount of on-screen time in the original trilogy and a little bit in Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating that like even just by that little bits of film footage, we're, we're captivated. We're fascinated yeah. by this character. And mm-hmm. I remember – Many years ago, when there there was a Boba Fett film in the works at Lucasfilm, mm. and I remember being like, "Yeah, I hope we get a Boba Fett film. That would be sweet, yeah. dude." And when obviously when that fell through, I was disappointed. But I didn't 
I, I mean, I guess this should have been obvious to me. I think like you and Ben were talking about this back when Mando was announced. Oh, what if they had put Boba Fett in it? But when they finally added him um, in season two fully without the little tease that they had, I think, in season one, um, but that they had Tamara Morrison back mm-hmm. in all his glory as Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting a TV series out of that uh, with um, Boba Fett and Fennec Shand. It It's so cool seeing Ming-Na Wen, like the growing list of Marvel actors who went to Star Wars. Like I think of Paul Bettany, um, you know, Vision, who was in Solo, a Star Wars story. And now we got um, Ming-Na Wen, uh, Melinda May becomes Fennec Shand. And yeah, I I echo what you said earlier. I'm curious, like, you know, what, what if they have a baby job of the hut? Okay, (laughs) no, that's too gross. That'll never happen. Nobody will like that. But but I, I, I'm just thinking outside the box, man. And nobody, I, I mean, Baby Yoda was a big hit, you know? Well, you know. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is like you think about The Mandalorian and think about what that ended up tying into. It tied into the Clone Wars big time and Rebels with with uh, there. You had Ahsoka there. You had all the, the Mandalorians there, uh, like Bo-Katan. Um, and then, you know, it tied into the, the films with Luke Skywalker showing up. And so just kind of imagine that, like Book of Boba Fett, I think it's going to do the same thing. It's going to tie into all of the things around it. So you might get some stuff from Clone Wars, some stuff from like Rogue One or Solo or the sequel trilogy or the original films. Like there's going to be things that, that that cross into it that connect the universe together. So I think the thing is that, you know, it's not just going to be about Boba Fett. It's not like the camera's going to be on Boba Fett the entire series. There's going to be other characters and other things that are going to come up that are really big. And uh, I think I think that's really what's going to create a lot of hype for the show beyond just the people who love Boba Fett. Is this show your hype factor, Chris? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it has to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's you can't go there's there's so many things to pick from that you can't go wrong. I mean, it would be kind of more accurate to say just everything Star Wars and Disney Plus that's coming in the next yeah. year, like we mentioned. <laughs> but um, this is the beginning of it for sure. Yeah, and then who knows what Mando season three would be because the end of yeah. season two, so much happened. It felt like yeah. a sort of conclusive end, sort of for the in some areas. Oh um, no, there's all that there's all that stuff with the dark saber oh, yeah, and yeah. Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan and yep. then, yeah, there's stuff's gonna happen there. And then they'll probably find a way to bring baby Yoda back to Mando. I'm sure they yeah. will. Oh yeah, they'll see each other again for sure. Because I don't wanna believe that baby Yoda died because of Ben Solo. <sighs> no, there's no way there's yeah. no way they can do that. I mean, they they they've I, I think they, they did something very intelligent with baby Yoda and having him be Yoda's species because that means that his character can kind of stay the same for a while and doesn't have to grow up like a human child character would. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we're getting into stories being told around the sequel era and he's still there and he's still a, a kid at that point because he's aging so slowly because his like, yeah his he ages so differently from humans yeah it's yeah so like i know like i just am picturing this in my head like there's going to be a scene with ray and grogu it's going to happen i don't know if it's going to be in five years ten years but at some point there's going to be a scene with those two characters in it on screen in some type of movie or tv show has to be 
Watch it. Watch it be the next Lego Star Wars special. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. All right. It's a good hype factor. Um, I mean, was there anything else you wanted to say about Book of Boba Fett? Sorry to interrupt. Um, people are going to. I think people are going to like it more than The Mandalorian. Whoa. And I think, and I think, because people are going to go in not knowing what to expect, and they're just going to think it's like kind of like a holding them over until season three. Like they think it's just kind of this little middle thing. They're not going to realize that this is just as big and just as good. And it's going to be surprised by it. Dang. Now that's, that's a bold take from the man himself, Chris Siegel. Um, Yeah. You've, you've got so much stuff going on with star Wars underworld with culture slate. So yeah. Um, So where can we follow you? Where can we listen to more of your podcasting and, and your star Wars hot takes like that? (laughs) Yeah, if you go to the Culture Slate YouTube channel, uh, you can see highlights from all of our podcasts on there. Catch the best parts of them. Um, We just released uh, a song parody of the 12 Days of Christmas, which you would love, Jeff, if you haven't seen it. It's all about Rise of Skywalker. Um, It's Dominic who sings it, right? (laughs) Yep, yep. Dominic sings it, and then we auto-tuned his voice and have some backing music. It's great. Oh, man. Yeah. I love it. Um, And so, yeah, we have that. And uh, then if you want to watch the full episodes, um, there's lists. If you just go to, like, the, like, favorite youtube channels or like featured youtube channels on that channel it lists all the other channels so star wars underworld is one of the ones on on that list where you can get the full episodes of star wars underworld podcast which we broadcast live and then the big thing that i wanted to promote is that um on that culture slate youtube channel make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell because we're going live as soon as we finish watching the book of Boba Fett over there. Everyone at Culture Slate, oh. anyone who's still up that's not dead um, or decided to wake up early, depending on where they live, um, we're all going to be talking about it on, on YouTube. And uh, it's going to be just open video call-ins. So uh, we'll put the link out so that we can have a big conference call and bring people in who are you know watching on YouTube to give their thoughts on this show. So we're going to try to go as long as we can so that we catch people as they're waking up to and watch the show man i that <laughs> do you i wonder do you did you dominic and ben create a like if you guys are going to do like a um star wars on the road type podcast based off of just the book of boba fett have you made a name for it yet we've decided we're not gonna do that Got and it. that's because there's so many shows coming out on disney plus that we don't want to have to oh, change yeah. a branding every like three months so you know we used to do that like we had home War strikes back mm-hmm. we had live from the fall we had radio Razorcrest, we had kazuda cast for all the previous shows that have come out but um Yes, our Book of Boba Fett, starting with that, we're going back to the old model we used to have back when it was just the Clone Wars, where we'll just talk about it at the beginning of every Star Wars Underworld uh, episode um, until we were finished talking about it and then move on to the news and other things. Um, but, I, as, yeah. as I said earlier, you, with all the stuff coming out of Star Wars, you're, you're going to have stuff to talk about every single week, probably for the rest of our lives. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, literally, it's going to get to a point where there's going to be two episodes of something in one week because they're going to cross <sighs> over because they can't keep them apart from each other. And it's not to mention like like all the Marvel stuff and like, yeah, all yeah. the DC stuff, all the video game stuff. Yep. Wow. It's just a lot of good content, Chris. We are swimming yeah. in gold. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, definitely check out Culture Slate and Star Wars on the Road podcast. They're, they, they're doing some pr- pretty darn good stuff there. Um, so go check that out when you can. And then also uh, check out uh, Hype Function, previous episodes of this podcast. You can find over on Spotify or Google Podcasts or wh- wherever else you may listen to podcasts. Um, I, this is a once a month podcast. I interview some of my fellow friends and uh, fans uh, geeks and podcast buddies and it's it's been fun um i it's it's been fun doing this show and i can't wait to you know keep talking about especially about all these all these star wars things coming out yeah. and of course all the video games and i gotta have a kingdom hearts episode sometime but i digress um so yeah um but yeah check that out um and thank you guys for listening to this episode that we recorded on christmas day 2021 chris do you have anything else left to say before we go uh let's get hyped yeah <laughs> stay hyped everybody <laughs>